good evening. Welcome in, everybody. My name is Ultimate DJs. I am your independent host of Talking Trek Live, Star Trek Fleet Command's official podcast. I, jo- I joke that we're independent because Scopely cannot control what I say. Is that is that the definition of independence? Maybe. <laughs> good evening. Welcome. Welcome in. Hey, who is celebrating their 4th of July with us? Be it Independence Day, be it Treason Day, or be it just another Sunday. Good evening to you and welcome. Commander Taylor joins us tonight from the server 192. What's up? Welcome, Herc, on 9, Grungandola. Server 21 checking in, Caramel Thunder on 8, Royal Power. Server 36, Admiral Rihanan on the new server 9. Welcome in. Dirty Snowman on server 37, Nathan on 61, Zoomer. Joining us from server 34, Metal on 8, Tough Cal on 57, Truck and Chick. Server 26, welcome Scaly back from the Outback 193, Lord Pete. Server 34, thank you, Omicron on server 16. Aloha to server 14 from Iron Chef. Good evening. Hey, what's up, Bubba Joe? Happy, uh, happy 4th of July from server 24, he says. Orion Shoreleave on server 52. Good evening and welcome to you, Mr. Big on APAC 189. Lieutenant, uh, Lieutenant Razik joining us from 15. Stony Dude, server 10. What's up, Admiral Burnham on 13. Smoke him if you got him. All right, that right, Mohawk, server 16. What's up? Server 38, shout out to the FTW Alliance, says there can only be one. Uh, Midday Monday in New Zealand, shout out Server 129. What's up? Welcome in to the show. Malik on Server 132. Server 154 says Dastardly. Wala! Nostromo. Server 30, thank you, Aries. Uh, says, I am legend on server 14. Good evening, Royal Power, server 36. Welcome into the show. Stratalorian on server 25. Omicron on 16. Admiral poops a lot. Joining in from server 42. Good evening to you. Welcome in, Mistress of Whoville on server 17. Playboy Buzzy. Hello to you. Welcome. Uh, welcome into the show. Cold Brew on server 22. Gobbles on 36. Captain Caboose joining us on server 146. Epically Jess, shout out. Server 9, what's up? Uh, IJ sharing <laughs> sharing a quick snapshot of Server 15 right there. Hey, what's going on? Unstoppable Wag on 144. No more. Now 133, perhaps. Uh, Gilgorth on 193. Sam Houston on 31. Young Ducat on 38. And 70 additional messages on this here, 4th of July, in the year of 2021. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome, and uh, thank you for being a part of our show tonight. My name is Ultimate DJs. I am your host of Star Trek Fleet Command's official podcast. Joining me to my left, yes, indeed, my left-hand man. Good evening to you, Mr. Gregor. Welcome into the show. Do the chopper! Welcome in, Gregor. Good evening to you, sir. How are you? What's up, Bubba? Oh, happy fourth! Happy fourth to you as well. Uh, any big plans for the weekend? Are you setting off some fireworks? Yeah, later. Ah, later, I nice. will be losing a finger. Yeah, I listen. I am very upset. My wife is not wanting me to set off fireworks. Okay. Uh, listen, I I told you when we when we were driving back from the beach, we stopped and we picked up like four four hundred and some odd dollars of, of fireworks. You guys remember me telling you that? We stopped and we picked up fireworks, and I'm thinking, okay, this is going to be great. On the 4th of July, I'm going to actually set off real fireworks, Gregor, like real ones, like the big ones that go up and they explode. And then my wife my wife sends me this, and I just put it into the chat room. Maybe I even copy it into the graphics room for somebody listening in podcast form. She is now super nervous for me, Gregor, super nervous for me to actually set off fireworks tonight because she's afraid I'm going to get arrested. 
Uh, <laughs> now, if you're reading this, if you're reading this, this says illegal fireworks uh, in the state of Virginia. Illegal fireworks include skyrockets, torpedoes, any other firework which explodes, rises into the air, or travels laterally or files proje- fires projectiles into the air. All that I can potentially understand. Gregor, freaking fireworks are on the list. Fireworks. F- uh, not, not it does fireworks, say fire- words like fire torpedoes, firecrackers, skyrockets. Okay, skyrockets. Yes, I get that. Torpedoes. That does kind of sound dangerous. It, I don't, it could <laughs> potentially sound. But read right above it. It says the use of firecrackers. Firecrackers, like the old one, the old, uh, what are they, M80s. Like, you know, you put in a coffee can and you'd scare people with, I can't set off a firecracker? Like, come on, Virginia. Come on, Virginia, you big sticks in the mud. So my wife is super nervous about it. And I told her, here's the thing, Gregor. We live in the middle of the country. Like, we live way far away, all right? I don't think anybody's going to drive up on my mountain and arrest me. Here's my big concern. Here's the concern. The concern is I start like a forest fire or something like that because ain't nobody going to be up here to stop it. You know what I'm saying? Like, what if I catch somebody's house on fire and it's a legit thing? It's been dry up here. All right? I could legit actually start a fire. Then I'm pretty sure I'd go to prison. Uh, at least you get a big bill at the end, that's for sure. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I'd go to prison. So... um Cheapo says, if I try to coordinate with my local firehouse, I, I don't feel like that's going to work for me. Uh, so I'm still trying to decide whether or not uh, I'm going to risk it tonight. <laughs> my wife doesn't want me to. As a matter of fact, Gregor, I am here um, under obligation to my community, to the show, to my friends, and to this game. Uh, pretty sure my wife has already taken the kids and they've already headed out to a, <laughs> to a, a 4th of July celebration in the next town over. So I'm, I'm probably going to actually do a short show. Where is BK? BK uh, would normally come out right now and say, hey, listen, I'll give you $100 to do a show under an hour. I might actually win this one tonight because I'm going to try to do something quickly so that I can go and get to the fireworks that start in precisely um 75 no let's see 9 8 15 8 yeah 9 30 from now with a 15 minute drive so i'm gonna i'm gonna maybe possibly try to get to it which means that i have a very abbreviated version of the stupid news tonight stupid news yes very very short news. i can't cut the news, news. <laughs> i can't cut the news, news. <laughs> That's right, stupid news still comes through, Gregor. Gotta do the stupid news. <laughs> hey, listen, I, I actually, I know Wicked Witch. She says very short means no news. I wrote real quick one-liners, so here we go. I'm going to do them really quick, Gregor. You ready? All right, hold on. Get my badumpsis ready. Here we go. Guy on a mountaintop in Virginia <laughs> does what? Goes to prison. It. Goes to prison for starting a forest fire. How about this one? How about this one? The Chinese Communist Party this week celebrating its 100th anniversary, Gregor, with a pro-communist dance gala, or as I like to call it, dancing with the czars. That's a good one. Thank you. A flying car has completed a 35-minute test flight, ladies and gentlemen. Until now, the closest thing we've ever had to a flying car is what happens when a Kia drives over a bump. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) 
in honor of Pride Month, IKEA is in the news and released what it's called a bisexual couch. Gregor, IKEA is actually selling a couch. It is labeled as a bisexual couch. That's because after four hours of trying to put it together, anyone, anywhere will be screaming, screw everybody. <laughs> Get it? Uh, a Picasso painting. See, moving along very quickly. A Picasso painting was recovered after being stolen nine years ago, Gregor. The kidnapper must have abused the painting, though, because the face in the painting was all messed up. <laughs> a Louisiana family had $50 billion accidentally deposited into their bank account this past week, making them the 25th richest people on Earth for only four days. They're lucky it wasn't me. After checking my bank account, Gregor, if I found $50 billion, you can bet I would have made a withdrawal and I would have disappeared. Like, I would have gone. Disappeared. A spokesperson for uh, Chase Bank. The guys, this happened. JP Morgan Chase. A spokesperson for Chase Bank says, we had a technical glitch over the week, uh, over the weekend, impacting a limited number of accounts, meaning there was more than one, Gregor. Somebody out there was a level 50 bro for four days. I think what the spokesperson meant to say was, we accidentally laundered money into the incorrect account. A musical based on Harvey Weinstein <laughs> may be headed to Broadway, Gregor. In fact, just like him, it's coming soon. Thank you. <laughs> and finally, your talking track DA of the day uh, in Maine today, Gregor. A man tried to pay his $200 bail uh, with counterfeit cash and bought his way back into jail on a new charge. Yes, he tried to pay his $200 bail with fake cash. He tried to pay a bail commissioner with two phony $100 bills, but the bogus Benjamins got him slapped with a forgery charge and locked up for a few extra hours. He was already having a bad day. Police found him walking home naked after 5 a.m. Uh, 5 a.m. after an argument with his quote-unquote lady friend. Uh, and there's your talking track. DA of the day. See, now I just want to go on record, Gregor. That news was 3 minutes and 37 seconds. Okay? 3 minutes, 37 seconds. I will pause for applause. Thank you. Oh, way longer than that. Oh, cool. <laughs> Wicked Witch says it was really, really bad. I mean, seriously. I thought the Czar's thing was okay. Really? That was the only one? I really liked the Picasso joke. His face was all messed up? Come on. That was funny. That was a good one. The face messed up. Uh, anyway, good evening. Welcome in, everybody. Oh, Borg, Borg didn't like it either. Thank you, Zoomer. I appreciate it. Guys, we've got a few things to get to tonight. Uh, first and foremost, broccoli recipes. I was totally joking about that. I have no recipes to give you. Um, however, um, oh, Gregor, I should have spoken more clearly. In case you didn't know, I am actually not ultimate DJs, okay? Uh, just in case I was obviously offering a perfect imitation, bad jokes and all, I do want to point out that ultimate DJs has been pruned. He is gone forever. I am the variant. I will be standing in until uh, Disney Plus decides if and when pruned characters may return. Um, not, to get, <laughs> not to get off on a tangent, but holy crap, who is watching Loki right now? Please tell me somebody's watching Loki. Man, Gregor, have you found time to watch Loki? I, I have not. Was it good? Oh, oh dude. It, it is. It's amazing. All right, for those, no spoilers, not giving any spoilers, but uh, if anybody 
has not been watching Loki on Disney Plus. You got to get in there and catch up. There's only been four episodes so far. They're normal episodes, like 42 minutes. So get in there, get caught up. Maybe we'll start talking about it next week. But wow, way cool writing, super cool premise, and shocking ending to episode four. Just oh, shocking, shock. When it happened, people. I literally yelled out a curse word. I'm watching it with my family and my young children, and I yelled out S-H-I-T super loud when it happened. And, I mean, it was, it was instinct. I didn't, I didn't mean to. I didn't mean to, to yell it. It was instinct. Holy crikey, okay? So, yeah, watch Loki. We'll talk about it later. Um, <laughs> yes. Ha, Bubba. <laughs> If only you knew how so true that was. Good evening, everybody. Welcome into the 4th of July, where today, Gregor, uh, good evening. Oh, Big Country is joining us. Good evening, Big Country. Welcome to the show. Hey, bro. How you doing, man? I didn't think you were going to make it. Welcome. No, I de- yeah, I made it. <laughs> were, were we doing a de- defensive takeover again? Did I miss that? Sorry. No, not on not on Sundays. Not, oh, okay, <laughs> good. We dropped that territory. Thank God. Um, yeah. So, listen, guys. Uh, according to the show teaser, I got a couple of things uh, that I want to get to today. The very first one is uh, is today's independent style faction hunt. Now, uh, big country. I want to I want to ask you very quickly, uh, and then we're going to go to the chat because I I'm fielded a lot of PMs today at event reset. I fielded oh. a lot of PMs, oh. and uh, and and I. I relayed some feedback, and then I got some information, then I passed on an announcement, then I spent the next two hours being ridiculed on the official Discord for passing on said announcement. Bottom that's line is, get. yeah, I know. Always, always kill the messenger. Kill the messenger. Uh, that's exactly kind of what happened. Uh, guys, Independence Day is today. Independence Day is today. So what did they do? Uh, they launched an event. Uh, in place of the beloved faction hunt that actually offered independent credits. A fair number, too. Uh, I think it was like 540-some independent credits, and that was for me at my ops level. Gregor, I know that you have talked in the past about how you actually despise the faction hunt event. It's the event. It's the grind. It's not the payout that we hate. It's the grind. Uh, To this day, if I'm not mistaken, faction hunt for you has still been a multi-hour affair, correct? Yes. Uh, yeah. Yeah, it is. It is. It's Unless terrible. I upgrade ships, yeah. Unless you upgrade ships, that's correct. Big, uh, you also having to hit, like, low-level 50s takes takes some time. It's an expensive I, event. I just I just don't understand why they cap the points at level 45. That makes no sense. Well, it's an event that hasn't been visited in over a year. And we've talked about this. We've talked about the need for reiteration. We've talked about the need for Scopely to go back and refresh a few things. The issue is, the problem is, uh, that they, they don't allocate time for housekeeping. Uh, I, I think is probably the simplest and kindest way that I could do that I could say it. They don't implement time for housekeeping, for routine cleanup. And, and that would go a long way, in my opinion. I, I think that, that that's probably going to be a, a new thing that I kind of take up with Scopely. Is listen, let, let's just spend, like, even if it's just a couple hours a week, spend a couple of hours a week doing things that, that need to be cleaned up. Like, how many of us would like to see a, a cleanup? of mining monday Uh, big country talks about it all the time you know the rewards for that are dismal so um and and here's the thing players from a you know before i say this 
Gregor, have you played the Independence Day event yet today? Yeah, it's completed. It's completed. And did it take you three hours? No. It did not. No, this it was, was like 10 minutes. 10 minutes. minutes. This is how an event should actually play out. Okay? This is how an event should actually play out is that it – an event should not, in my opinion, ever take more than, than 20, 30 minutes. Okay? Um, this is, as we've always said, a mobile game. Uh, leaderboard's a little different. Grindy thing's a little different. But the problem is, and the reason, I don't think people love the grind. I don't think people love the grind. What they love about Faction Hunt is that it is still a ridiculously good payout. And it pays out the following currencies. It pays out great amounts of faction credits. It pays out great ultra recruit tokens. It pays out great officer xp and what we got this month and what i did actually try to point out to people is that this month we actually received a record number of faction credits of all three factions being issued during tng arc 2 there was a ridiculous number of faction credits all right but what was missing what was missing was officer xp what's missing is the ultra recruit credits all right. Now, a couple of players say uh, that's not the issue, DJ. Ah, but alas, it is the issue. Nobody wants Faction Hunt. Let me be very clear, okay? Nobody begs to complete the milestones of Faction Hunt. They suck, okay? They suck. The problem that not having Faction Hunt is is that they don't give the payout that so many people rely on as far as, like, your monthly supply, if you will, of Officer XP. I mean, truthfully, the amount of Officer XP for some players, not all players, but the amount of Officer XP handed out in two days of Faction Hunt is typically enough to carry you through domination for the entire month. This month, today, we made an announcement. We made it here through the Talking Trek channels, uh, which is why I was so violently abused and and beat up and kicked today gregor uh is because oh why why does that happen why do i have to pay attention to you dj why doesn't scopely talk to me direct i am important i'm important why doesn't scopely send me a handwritten uh, calligraphy letter in the mail i want it in the mail don't want an email that's too easy i want to feel valued I want somebody to write in ink with parchment and a, and a quill, all right? Someone needs to write me directly. You know what? And when they're done, when they're done, they can come by my house and bake me a cheesecake, damn it, all right? Or, you know, announcements can come from anybody who works with Scopely and be grateful you get the news. Uh, anyway, the announcement that came today was that the Independence Day event was replacing the faction hunt for today. Now, folks, if you read the announcement, if you got the announcement, if you're part of this community and you received the announcement, great. If you did not, then hear me now. Take a look at your faction hunt alliance leaderboard. It was indeed 48 hours. 48 hours. Okay? Swagger says I'm being shilly. For myself. <laughs> for myself. Listen, I'm not, I'm not happy that we lost, the, uh, that we lost the, the faction hunt. To be honest, I'm not happy that we lost the rewards. Let me be clear. I'm not happy that we lost the rewards. Even I could use that officer XP. I hate the event. I hate the grind, but I do push through it because I want the officer XP. 
Um, but the Alliance leaderboard is 48 hours, all right? And the announcement that came was simply, hey, don't worry. It'll be back tomorrow. This is what we did today. It's got some independent credits in it, so enjoy happy Independence Day. They were being cute. <laughs> they were being cute, Gregor. Um, and, and listen, I don't think it was malicious. I think they were trying to be relevant. It's fine. It was creative writing. It just, to me, it would have felt better if this was in addition to. It's a holiday. How about being generous? You know, like, would anybody have, have, would anybody have batted an eye if the Independence Day came out and it was in addition to? If it was alongside of a normal traditional faction hunt. That, to me, I would have come on here, and you know what, Swagger? At that point, I would have been shilly. I would have come out and said, how generous, how kind, how nice that we got our normal faction hunt, plus we got extra, all right? And we got the gift chest with Discovery Recruit tokens. That was also nice. I mean, and truthfully, even that is still, at this moment, it's still nice. It's just clouded. It's clouded, Gregor, by, by the fact that, that for every good thing we do, we got to take something back because <laughs> we can't give away too much. Just, uh, I was disappointed with that decision. As a matter of fact, I want to read an excerpt from, a, from a, uh, a comment that was made today. And it's as follows. And I'd like to get, uh, Gregor, I'd like to get your follow-up and Biggs on this here in just a second. Is there no value in ensuring that a special once-a-year event can be received with praise from everyone. Specials in this game are received so poorly due to either having changed rewards or nerfed rewards or not being an actual improvement or requiring a far more significant time investment or sacrifice from the player to balance the increased rewards. It is surprising to me that this is still an issue after all this time. I could not agree any more with that statement. Gregor, why is it that, that we can't just have one day a year where we legit say the words, gee, Willie, dang, Scopely, nice. We just did. Well, we just did. Maybe the that, last arc. Is, is that the problem? Damn it, DJ. Stop it. Stop it. Do you not, do you not remember the uh, the prime not prime directive? What was it? Pick your pick your faction. Yeah, like we just got several iterations of that. And we were like, this is amazing. We did say it was amazing. We did say it's amazing. But here's the thing: why can't things be amazing without taking away from something else? You know, and and that I think is is the comment that the other uh, the other person was driving at, and that I agree with. I would like. I would like nothing more. And, and listen, I think you guys know that I am particularly shilly. I am particularly uh, forgiving. All right, I grade things more aggressively than a lot of players. I don't think there's any, see, any hiding that. And if even I am kind of like, come on. You know, like, if, if I could go, me, me, myself, and I, if I could go an entire 30 days and say, dang, Scopely, all right, nice job. If I could do that and not one time say, what are you doing? What are you doing? Like, why? That's a bonehead decision. Why? If I could do that for one month, I would be thrilled to death. I would. I would be thrilled. 
And I can't, I haven't been able to do that. I haven't been able to find an entire month when I can say that. Now, you know what? You're right, Gregor. They do great things. They do wonderful things. Certain events are amazing. I, I have continued to, to sing the praises of the officer exchange program. I think that, honestly, whoever created that, maybe or maybe didn't know. I mean, maybe they did know. Maybe they didn't know. I don't know. But, but honestly, Gregor, I think that, that event with a few tweaks literally solves officer sourcing in this game. I think that event with some modification 100% solves the problem of older officer sourcing in this game. Absolutely. On a schedule. Big, what do you think about? What do you think about that? If that was, is that a way that you would use to control officer sourcing in the game? Uh, yeah, but it can't be one or two or three shards. It needs to be 10, you know, 15. It needs to be a significant number, not the numbers that they use now. I do agree. I think I would go with 10. I think I'd go with 10. But you know what? I would also set it up kind of like Cosmic Cleanup where you can't do it in a month either. All right? You got three officers of the month. Maybe you pick up 20, 30, 40 shards, and that's it. All right? And then it goes back into the cycle. It's like the Disney vault. All right, and then it goes back in, and then you find something else later on the next month. And, th- and this, by the way, if you create a three or four or five or six-month rotation, you can make sure that everybody's got those officers within six months. I mean, you can so do it. It's, it's a real thing. All right, absolutely. So I like that. I like the fact that I can praise things. And then when the Independence Day faction hunt comes out, they've cut faction hunt by an entire 24 hours, and... Uh, we're missing those rewards, and, and I just feel like it would have been a super easy thing. I mean, it wasn't. It wasn't slap your grandma good. We got. Five, I don't know what you got, Gregor. I got five hundred independent credits. Now that's nice. I'm I'm happy with that. But that would have been a nice bonus. Would have been a we nice five forty. Five forty. I think that's what I got. Was was five forty. Okay. That that yeah, would have five forty in the independence, and then five eighty faction credits of each. Well, that would that would have been a great. Bonus. That would have been a great gesture yeah. of goodwill on top of the I think some of the problem is, is you said you call it faction hunt, and when I hear faction hunt, I, my expectation is faction hunt. That's what the reward is. This is what the this is what the event is. If you're gonna call it something and then change it, then that's and especially when you change it and it's not as good as what it normally is, and of course people are gonna be like, Well what, wait, what's what's going on? Well, to be fair, they didn't call it faction hunt you do in fact have a faction hunt alliance leaderboard all right that's going on right now it says faction hunt (laughs) no it says pledge your allegiance okay and then you click on the next event it says faction hunt yeah and you click on it and there's the alliance that's that's yeah that's your alliance leaderboard so that's that's my point they didn't call pledge your allegiance faction hunt uh the alliance leaderboard is still i don't have a problem with pledge your allegiance i think the problem is is that when i click on faction hunt i'm expecting the independent you know i, I i'm sorry the three factions i expect the alliance faction uh leaderboard like they have and then the three factions that's normally there and those three aren't there agreed agreed so and that, and saying, like they're, they're setting an expectation and then they don't they're not like i said that's what i'm expecting when i see Faction hunt. So the, the Pledge of Allegiance, I think that's a separate event from Faction hunt. 
that's how I look at it anyways. Well, it, it is. You're exactly right. It is a separate event, and that's how they set it up. That was the, the run for today. Now, uh, of course, per the announcement, Faction Hunt will return an event reset tomorrow. You'll get 24 hours of that uh, as we uh, prepare to head into the new week. Um, and so I'm not going to spend a whole lot of time railing on this because, like I said, I got some fireworks to get to. But I was I was disappointed that this uh, was how this presented. I, I wasn't super happy with the way that this that this came about. Nonetheless, the feedback's been sent back up, and I just kind of wanted to put my thumb on the pulse of the community and and see if anybody was in fact cool with this. As a matter of fact, I I was uh, quite literally hushed today uh, by one or two uh, specific individuals that you know it's the fourth. Just enjoy your holiday, and and that's fine. I, I mean, I get that, <laughs> I get that. All right, Good. but but if I'm sitting around at work like I was today because my boss insisted that we open the dealership on the fourth of July on a Sunday, so if I'm at work for four hours doing absolutely nothing but watching cars drive by and buy fireworks and get ready to go grill out while I'm stuck, you know, in a long sleeve shirt and a tie and pants. Uh, sitting at my dealership waiting to sell nothing, then I would like the opportunity to do a little bit of grinding, you know. And and again, it is what it is, it is what it is. I I'm just saying that uh, you know it was noticed, it was not loved, and uh, scopely. I feel like I feel like that was a little bit of a misstep. I mean, you you had an opportunity, really. You, like, you had an opportunity to be generous, and and for whatever reason, the click of a button prevented you from doing so and i just don't understand that motivation sometimes it was really an opportunity to do something good and we missed it uh that said uh i do want to quickly and and i know that uh, we haven't been on the air that long we've got things to do i'm trying to do an abbreviated show tonight uh what i want to do is go ahead and take a very very quick break when we come back i'm going to get into the main teaching we we've stepped back from teaching a little bit i know i go through this phase i don't know why i go through this phase gregor where i where i i start analyzing and start doing uh opinions and i start just judging scopely all the time i I really don't like doing that I, i like i like being math i like being nerdy uh and so tonight i have something for you on protected cargo uh and and guys let me be super clear okay I don't ever, you, you can go back almost a year. You can go back a year or more on this show. I don't teach things unless there's a reason. That's all I'm going to say. We're going to be right, bra- uh, right brack. We're going to be right brack, everybody. Uh, and when we come back, we're going to talk to you about protective cargo, how to increase it, how to increase your efficiency, what is better on what ship, should you be using mining crew on certain ships, or is protected more important. We're going to talk about that coming up right after the break and coming up, hints for TNG Arc 3. That's coming up. Taking a break shorter than normal. And it's because we're on a shorter show to enjoy the holiday. My name is Ultimate DJs. Uh, that's a lie. I am the DJs variant. Ultimate DJs has been pruned. We'll return in a moment. This program is made possible in part by a grant from Sudafad, the most popular congestion remedy this week. The horses are in the gate, and we are all set in the barbecue drinking derby. And they're off. Solo Cup comes out early, followed by tequila shots and beer pong. As we hit turn one, it's very loud conversation, followed by wobbly knees and the hiccups. 
Onto the backstretch now as tequila shots are picking up speed. And now beer pong's falling off because of wobbly knees. Very loud conversation is growing stronger and the hiccups are not slowing down. But here comes falling in the bushes from out of nowhere. And down the stretch they come. Solo Cup looks completely broken, but tequila shots keep pouring it on. The hiccups won't go away, but as we hit the wire, it's tequila shots, followed by wobbly knees and falling in the bushes. Everybody's gonna feel beat up from this race in the morning. It's the pop album that's in control. Jamie Spears presents Conservatorship. is so powerful not even the courts can stop him my daughter's crazy you must trust me and so i'm spending all her money all the hits you can take gimme gimme more gimme more going to the store conservatorship my lawyer please are killing me and i i must confess I still believe, still believe, when I don't rob you, I lose my mind. Give me a sign, sue me baby one more time. Welcome in, everybody. My name is uh, my name is also Ultimate DJs, but I'm a variant. I don't actually exist in the sacred timeline. <laughs> uh, good evening. Welcome in, everybody. My name is Ultimate DJs, the variant, uh, here for Star Trek Fleet Command's official podcast. 
Uh, no spoilers. Nope, no spoilers. I'm just the variant. Uh, good evening. Welcome in. Thank you to Mr. Neil Diamond for bringing us back. And uh, you're right, uh, Nathan, did we miss? I think we missed this. It was a few days ago. Wasn't Canada Day? I think also on July 1st. So uh, shout out to our northern neighbors and, uh, of course, to all players of this game all across the world. I do understand and I do appreciate, I respect the fact that the holiday that we have here in the United States is not representative of the entire world. Big country. I know some players have said, well, dang on, why, why, why are the re- is the rest of the world punished because uh, the United States has a holiday? I, I get that, but you know what? You go, listen, right now, go to, go to Walmart.com, go to Amazon.com. And use, uh, use our link to do it. <laughs> Star tra- uh, talking trek stfc.online, then click on the Amazon button uh, to do your normal everyday shopping and support the show. Uh, anyway, if you do that, you go to Amazon.com, you're going to see 4th of July specials. All right? they're, they're on sale. Go to, go to um, hp.com. All right, you're going to see 4th of July special. All these international companies, they, they capitalize on holidays for all the countries. Okay, So it's not just a, a thing. Please... I heard so many comments today that, that Scopely should not be celebrating the 4th of July because it's not fair to the rest of their gamers. I disagree. I just think Scopely should be celebrating all of them. Okay? <laughs> so that's what I think should be happening. But uh, nonetheless, uh, nonetheless, it's neither here nor there. It is what it is for today. Um, yeah, right. <laughs> I know, Vankman, but that's all I heard today. I mean, honest to God, the, the PMs that I got today were just unreal. It's like I could tell big i could tell people didn't have enough to do in the game because all they had time to do today was coming to discord and be trolls like that's all there was today it was bad it was bad man it was up there it was crazy (laughs) maybe that was some people's event that was that must there must have been a leaderboard event for being a douchebag today because i can name a couple of winners i've got a top 10 uh (laughs) anyway um, so anywho, listen, let's get into our teaching for today. I want to get into protective cargo, how to increase it and when you should. Okay. Uh, guys, you will remember, we haven't done an episode like this snake eyes in, in probably two years. It's probably been two years big. Uh, probably, you know what? Gosh, big. I don't even know if you were part of the show when we started this, uh, Gregor, I remember, uh, working on this with you, uh, as a matter of fact, I'm going to bring in. I'm going to bring Lots in. Lots of Ripper. Lots uh, of Ripper. There was a lot of Ripper involved. I don't think Ripper is here uh, at the moment, but I'm going to bring in some good old slides, okay? Um, and and by the way, this is going to be available in a PDF deck uh, in just the next couple of days. Uh, shout out Truck and Chick, who is working on this as we speak, and thank you so very, very much. Guys, please direct your attention to the graphics room where we're going to start to throw in some slides, okay? This is technically the definition of the speed of a miner, okay? And, and the reason that I bring it in, these variables, the reason that I bring this in is because it's actually going to, it's going to uh, lead in to something that I want to talk about today, okay? So I'm going to bring in this. This is the glossary when we're talking about the variables used in the speed of a miner. And and let's talk about this first one, okay? This first slide is what everybody is familiar with in this game. Everybody's familiar with these miners, all right? It starts all the way down at the fortunate. Uh, it comes on up to the envoy. It comes up to the horizon. And then your faction miners at Ops 30. 
okay? Um, these miners all share the same formula, <clears throat> okay? And, uh, ooh, the new one? No. Uh, okay. Chick, I have to come back to that, okay? I have to come back to that. Um, because we're not going to go through all of it, okay? But the mining rate of these six ships right here are all the same throughout the game. And by the way, actually, I, I, should, I should rephrase, there's actually now nine ships. Isn't that right, Gregor? Because the three G4 miners also share this formula, okay? Now, Joker says, where is the North Star? Ah, very good question, Joker. The North Star is not in this slide because its mining rate does not work this way, all right? Now, uh, Joker says, does the disco work that way? Actually, that's kind of crazy. Good question. I've never mapped the disco, but I bet it does. I bet it does. Now, Swagger says, what about the Devor? No, sir. What about the Botany Bay? No, sir. They don't. And that is exactly what I'm going to talk about today. Boy, you guys, relax. Relax. You're getting ahead of yourself, all right? Here are your nine basic miners. Fortunate Envoy, Horizon, 3G3 factions, and the 3G4 factions actually need to be added to this slide. They all share the same formula, which is the base rate. Now, for anybody real curious about the base rate, okay, this slide has even changed a little bit. We should probably update this one too, Snake Eyes. All right, uh, take a look at this slide coming into the graphics room right now on base values. The base value of a material <coughs> mined depends on what you're mining and where you're mining it. So G3, and not only just G3, it used to be a standard. Golly, Gregor, do you remember when all G3 in the galaxy had the same mining rate? <laughs> it was everywhere. It was all the same. G2 had their own mining rate. Dill, Triton, Steel had their own mining rates. Now this is different. You'll even notice here that we talked about latinum nodes. That had just happened. Well, then you have now the super speed data nodes. Okay, you got data nodes in various systems. They're going to have different base values. Now you have token systems. Token systems where even G3 might have a different base value. You've got territory zones now where G3 has different base values. Okay, where do you find a base value? The easiest thing that I can tell you is Elkars, okay? That's the easiest place to find the base value for what you're trying to mine in a specific system, all right? Bubba says, what's the base rate for LAT? Well, what system are you in? What's the base rate for data? Depends on your system. What about Isogen? That depends on the system and the tier. For example, I can tell you, inside Territory Capture, the base rate for Tier 1 Isogen is 750, it's 1,500 for Tier 2 Isogen, and it's 2,250 for Tier 3 Isogen. What is the base rate for G4? Actually, it's the same for G3 in normal space unless you're in territory capture. Joker says, wait, you mean we can't find this data in the game itself? <laughs> yes, you can unless you math it out super nerdy-like. Okay, why do I say that? Why do I say super nerdy-like? Well, guys, there is mining researches already built into your research tree that affect any and all ships. So whether or not you take a miner, listen, you could take your Enterprise. You could take your Vocalis. You could take your uh, DJ Gur says Tier 1 ISO is the same no matter where you mine it. Are you 1,000% sure on that? Because I thought outside of territory it was slower. DJ Gur says, yes. Okay. All right. I, I missed that when I was going through all my... Dude, I listen. 
Gregor was actually helping me last night do mining speed calculations, and <laughs> he, he'll he tell you, we were so... How long did we spend at that? It's probably two hours. Just... I don't know. I fell asleep. <laughs> just grinding math, okay? It, it was really, really hard um, because we were, we were trying to math out literally everything mineable in the entire game, all right? I was trying to math out everything mineable in the entire game, and... Whoa, there's a lot of stuff to mine. <laughs> there's a lot of stuff to mine in this game. All right, now, uh, the reason that, that you, you could take a Voclis and sit it on an ISO node, for example, but it's still not going to give you the base value. Why? Well, take a look inside your territory research tree, for example. You're going to see those research nodes at the very beginning of the, uh, of the territory capture research tree that are labeled Tier 1 Isogen Extraction and Tier 2 Isogen Extraction. Those affect all ships, okay? So what you see on your screen is not the base value, okay? What you see is not the base value. What you see might be a value without the mining bonuses that come with a mining ship, but you're still getting the research, all right, which would be Tier 2 Isogen or Tier 3 Isogen Extraction. You're going to see those even in your, uh, even in your uh, warships, for example. Now, Divine says Horizons mine Isogen faster than G3 miners. That is factually incorrect, depending on the statistics of those miners, okay? Let's talk about this glossary of terms again for a second. We, we put in here the glossary, and you'll see, for example, the mining rate talks about base rate, talks about mining bonus. What is a mining bonus, everybody? Well, let's take a look at a mining bonus. Here is the definition of a mining bonus, okay? The mining bonus is specifically found in two places. One it's found in the details screen of your ship management. All right, That's where you can find the mining bonus. Or there's one other place you can find it, which I didn't know when we made these slides. There is one other place you can find it, which is actually in the ship miner screen itself. All right, When you look at the mining laser of a ship, here let me show you a screenshot of this. When you look at the actual mining laser, you can also get your mining bonus, but you got to do one extra thing, all right? Because technically, and if you guys haven't ever seen this, you can test it, all right? The top slide there where you see the mining bonus in the details tab, that is equal to your mining laser plus 100%. Did anybody know that? I didn't know that. I didn't know that till recently. So, for example, I showed you my horizon, uh, and that's an old screenshot, so it's probably not at that same level anymore. However, if I, I just now showed you from my game, the mining laser from my Botany Bay. So I'm going to come over here, and I'm going to take that same screenshot if I can. Ooh, here's a perfect screenshot. Good golly, DJs. You're on top of it. Here, take a look at this, guys. This puts them side by side. Shows you the mining laser at 400%, but the mining bonus is actually 100% plus your mining bonus. Why? Well, 100% is your base. Okay? 100% is your base. So, Divine, when you say that the Horizon is better than a Faction Miner, well, it depends on that mining laser. Okay? The mining laser matters. Okay? But it's also not the only form or the only factor in this formula. You also have mining research, 
which is what we just talked about in the Territory Capture Tree, the Tier 1, 2, and 3 Isogen Extraction, if you're mining Isogen. In the Outlaw Tree, you've got data mining research. In the Galaxy Tree, you've got some data mining research there. Okay, there, Wherever there is research related to mining, that is going to enhance all speeds. And then, of course, you've got the ship ability. Well, wait, I thought you already talked about the ship ability. That's the, that's the, the mining bonus, right? That's the mining laser. No. No, it's not. The ship ability comes from the same area. Comes from the same area. Go back out to your ship management screen and now click on where the, uh, the abilities are. And click on that top one. And again, I'm using the Botany Bay as an example. The top... I don't know if you guys have ever looked at this. Let's use this as a teaching moment. When you're looking at your ship statistics screen, right underneath your attack, defense, and health, you've got all kinds of stuff right there. You've got data mining, for example. That is the position of the ship's ability, be it a miner, a warship, or anything else. Okay? You see the ship's ability on top. What do you see right underneath the ship's ability? You see the captain's maneuver. That's the captain's maneuver right underneath the ship's ability. Then underneath the captain's maneuver, you have the three bridge officer abilities. Okay, These all have a very, I mean, really, when you think about it, it's actually kind of a, a very intuitive way, Gregor, of looking at all the abilities in a central place. You got your ship ability. You got your captain's maneuver. You got the three officer abilities, everything, right there in one little place. All right, so the ship's ability, for example in the Botany Bay, is to mine data faster. What impacts that? What impacts that? Ship level. Level 1, level 10, level 15, level 45. That impacts the ship's ability. By the way, that's universal. All warships, every ship in the game has a ship ability that is impacted about or impacted by ship level. Okay? So the laser, that is an improvement based on the component upgrade. And then your ship ability is a component or, or a, a factor, a variable, impacted by the level of your ship. Okay? Now, the reason I bring this up is all talking about the effectiveness of miners. You can see I've been using my Botany Bay as an example only because I was mining data today. All right, it's still in dock. Uh, if you look at your discovery, same thing. Look at the ship's ability on the uh, look at the ship ability on the discovery. Okay, same thing. It has a mining bonus, a ship speed bonus to mycelium. Okay, so that all impacts the the speed of a miner. Now, you guys are saying, what about the Devore? What about the Botany Bay? What makes a ship go fast? Well, let's go back to the formula that I posted a couple of minutes ago. And, Gregor, I'm going to use you to kind of help me illustrate this point a little bit from a mathematical perspective. Guys, look at the mining rate screen. You've got your base rate times your mining laser. That's your first variable. And, by the way, order of operations matter. Watch your parentheses. Watch the groupings. It matters. This is why ships mine at different speeds. All right? You got the base rate and the mining laser. Those are multiplied together. And then everything else is added together and then multiplied by the first set of figures. So if you're looking at mining research, 
cool. You might have 40, 50, 70, 80%, whatever the total of your research is. You might have some extra faction mining research. You got the shiftability, which is good. What is all the noise? Help me out with the noise, Stevens Aaron. Uh, then you got your officer bonus, the Tribble. Great, okay? Uh, officer bonus can also be, if you're mining gas, that would be Tapring, her captain's ability. If you're mining Isogen, that could be a Mackinan. It could be Arium, okay? If you're mining any G3, it could be uh, DuPont, for example, okay? Could be two of ten, all right? Anything in an officer card that contributes to the speed of mining. That is additive to all the other research. Okay? That's additive to all the other research. Now, why does this formula matter? Because Scopely has written different miners in different ways. Guys, uh, go back into the graphics room. I'm going to bring back to you the Botany Bay. Yes, I just now noticed I misspelled it. We will correct that on another day. The Botany Bay is different. Why is it different? Okay, why is it different? Look at the formula. The formula is strategically different. The variables are in different places. And the order of operations matters. All right? Why, for example, does the Tribble have such a huge impact on the Botany Bay? Do you guys remember when the Tribble first came out, Gregor? We talked about what it was good on and what it was great on. It was not bad on anything, but it was better on certain ships than it was on other ships. You remember? Mm -hmm. The Botany Bay was one, and the second one was the Devor. As a matter of fact, someone would argue that the Devor was even more uh, affected. And I can't find my divorce slide. Hang on a second. I'm going to find it. I'm going to find it. I'm going to find it. Truck and chick. Where's my modified divorce slide? The one that I hand wrote on that Snake Eyes hates. <laughs> he doesn't like this one. Uh, I can't find it. Is it in our mod room? I don't know what I did with it. I can't. Oh, come on. Oh, yeah, here it is. Here it is. Here it is. I found it. I found it. All right. Here is the divorce. And by the way, why is this one all jacked up? Why is this one different? This is different, Gregor, because the divorce uh, latinum bug that was introduced into the game here several months ago changed the formula for the ship. No, put my put mine back up there. Put it back. Put it back. Put it back. All right. That way people can see all the hard work that went into it. All right. Yeah, look, there you've got the pretty one that Truck and Chick made. <laughs> okay. You put, you got the pretty one with Truck and Chick, and then you had the one that I made when the Latinum bug came out. <laughs> okay. Now, here's the thing. Before the Latinum bug, before the Latinum bug, there was no Latinum research. There wasn't any. So the variable C for research didn't exist. So it was left out of the divorce slide. But things change, right? Things get new. Things get fresh, Gregor. And when Latinum research was introduced, what did Scopely do? Scopely put the variable C in the wrong place. 
Do you remember? They meant to add it at the beginning of the formula so that it was an additive bonus. Instead, they multiplied the entire ship by those huge research bonuses. And if you guys go back into your tree and take a look, these were not small researches, were they? Go to your Latinum mining. It's in the galaxy tree. All right? And you guys tell me if uh, this is going to make a difference. Here we go. Devor Latinum mining improvement. Now, guys, let, let's set an example here. If you've got two on one side and you multiply it by two, you get four, right? If you take two and you multiply it by three, you get six. Not a huge difference, right? Gregor, what happens when you take two and you multiply it by 8,000? You get a big number. You get a big-ass number, okay? Guys, take a look at what they released research-wise into the galaxy tree. It was a research bonus worth 8,000%, okay? Now, I want you to do this, everybody. I want you to take a number. Get a, get a calculator out, if you will. All right? Take a number. Let's just make it, let's do easy math. Let's do 1,000. All right? Let's do 1,000 as your base number, and I want you to multiply it by 8,000%. Okay? Which is technically just multiplying by 80. All right? You got 1,000, multiply it by 8,000%. That's 80. You got 80,000. Okay? Now, let's add in the impact of the triple, 10 of 10, who is giving you a boost of what? Say 100%? Do we want to go with 100%? 100% is equal to what in real numbers? One, right? 100% equals one. Mm -hmm. So let's take that, that 1,000, and instead of multiplying it by 80, we're going to multiply it by 81. What is the difference, people? The difference is only 1,000 out of the overall speed of 80,000. This is why the Tribble used to be stupid good on the Devor and now no longer matters. Okay, And when I say he no longer matters, I mean who cares about 1,000 an hour in data mining speed? Okay, Really, who cares? You're mining at what? 400,000, 500,000 an hour? So does 1,000 an hour extra actually matter? No. It really doesn't. Roomba says, I care. Well, that's fine. I mean, and you can. Some people do. That's fine. I would argue that that 1,000 an hour is actually only going to save you, <clears throat> by the time you get to your protected cargo, only going to save you a handful of seconds. Now, Pew Pew says on slow nodes it helps. Oh, well, Pew Pew. On slow nodes, maybe. Why are you slow mining? Why are you slow mining? Because you don't want to active mine? Right? Because you don't want to active mine? Listen, I slow mine data. I hate active mining. I don't like it. I know it's fast as the Dickens. I'm, I, I, I get that. But the node size kills it for me. Okay? The node size kills it for me. So what I want to do there is I want to increase the amount of time before I have to come back. I want to increase the amount of time that my ship can be unattended, that it can be passive. 
that it can be passively mining away from my attention span. So I don't have to be staring at it in screen. So enter protected cargo. <clears throat> protected cargo matters because we want that benefit maybe more than the speed. Okay. Now we're talking about data. We're talking about latinum. You could even be talking about G4. All right. If, if, or G3. If somebody's mining G3 overnight, do you care about the speed? Do you care that you're going to zero that node at 2 o'clock in the morning instead of 4 o'clock in the morning? Why don't you set up for protected? That way you actually come home with more. Okay? You can come home with more. So you set up protected cargo. All right? Now, let's talk about first, very quickly, the research for protected cargo. Everybody should be focused on this. We'll start in your territory tree. Uh, territory research, you've got... Uh, cargo security in the fifth column, all right? Relatively cheap uh, research there in the fifth column. I think that was the only one in, in territory, wasn't it, Gregor, that we found last night? Cargo security. You also come right. into outlaw. Uh, outlaw, I think we discovered, had nothing except for Botany Bay. It did have Botany Bay research, but nothing else. You come into away teams. You got two new researches in here, although one of them, only one of them is going to matter for a lot of players. That's transport capacity. All right. And you've got, uh, pro, uh, sorry, I'm sorry, not transport capacity, protected cargo extension. Protected cargo extension, that's what we're looking at is protected cargo. You go into your galaxy tree. You've got one there. I think there's also a prime in there uh, somewhere. No, the prime was in territory. Anyway, long story short, you've got about five, I think we said five or six researches that deal with protected cargo. Now, you've also got officers, all right? So you can get those researches worked on. You can get those maxed out so that you can do this. You've also got officers, all right? Real quick, pop quiz, pop quiz time. What officers contribute to protected cargo? Mm, who's it going to be? To Pring. To Pring is good. One of ten, correct. Stawn, no. Stawn is overall cargo size, but not protected, okay? DuPont, correct. Two of ten, no. Two of ten is like Stawn. That's cargo expansion, but not protected, okay? So you got one of ten. You got Tapring. You've got Joaquin, yes. And then you've got uh, Tapring, all right? Those are the four. That's what we got in the game right now. Tapring, DuPont, one of ten, and Joaquin. Those are the four that impact your protected cargo. How are you going to want to use them? Well, that depends. Probably depends on where, on where your one of 10 is. My one of 10, I think, is only tier three, so he's 40%. My Joaquin is 50%, so I'm going to edge him out. As you guys saw earlier, I'm using one of 10. I'm using Tapring, and I'm using um, DuPont. I'm using DuPont, because right, isn't that was his on the side. Now, now I can't remember. Dang on it. It was DuPont, right? Uh, DuPont is, uh, yes, his officer ability, hidden stash. So I'm using him on the side. I'm using Tapring on the side. I'm using one of 10 or Joaquin in the captain's chair. All right. That's going to get you your max protected cargo. Now, I asked a question uh, earlier. Now, Bubba, you said Joaquin is a captain's ability, so it can grow with synergy. Yes, but I don't think it's going to overcome Tapring. Well, it's not going to overcome Tapring, and it's not going to overcome, uh, not going to overcome Dupont. Now, what you could do is, if you were working to build two miners, 
Yeah, for two miners. Yeah, if you're going to build to, to yeah. cover two miners, then you're going to use one of ten to bring DuPont, and then you're going to use Joaquin with full synergy. That builds you out two miners. Okay, that builds you out two miners with maximum cargo. Okay, and for some of you uh, that was talking about, you know, can your protected cargo get above your cargo size? Yes. It can happen because protected cargo is not a percentage of overall cargo. Protected cargo has its own base value. All right. For example, let's take a look very quickly at an Antares with a tier six cargo bay. Okay. A tier six cargo bay. Here are its base values. And by the way, these are base values not yet impacted by research, by officers, or anything. Okay? Here is a Tier 6 cargo bay of an Antares in your graphics room. You can see that the Tier 6 uh, component is going to hold 1.471 million material. But it's protected, is remarkably low, at only 18,750. Okay? 18,750. So that number is the one that is impacted by protected cargo. No, Splatsu, total cargo does not affect protected. They are independent base values and therefore independent calculations. Okay? So... What I'm saying to you is that the myth that expanding your cargo expands your protected is incorrect. And why protected cargo officers matter. All right. Now, earlier we were talking very quickly about what ships that protected cargo or speed matter more on. Okay. Obviously, if you're active mining or if you're daytime mining, the Tribble and things like that on your general miners, that's going to have a bigger impact. I believe on Latinum, there's no point in shooting for speed. Because again, if you got an 8,000 bonus and the Tribble offers you 120% bonus, its difference is minuscule. Minuscule. Okay. All right. Hey, uh, here, let me throw this out. Somebody just asked, Joker says, protected cargo goes up slightly when you tier. In fact, it does. It actually goes up in two different scenarios. Okay? It goes up when you upgrade the component. It also goes up when you tier it. Look back at the graphics room. You're going to see the tier 6 cargo bay. You see where it says tier 6, and then you see where it says mark 7. Same thing for protected. Tier 6 cargo bay and the mark 7. They get adjusted when you upgrade that component, as well as when you tier the component. So now I'm going to show you the same code, Antares Cargo Bay T7. I'm going to show you the same command, the same set of data from LCARS for Tier 7, because you would expect, right? You would expect that the Mark 7 Cargo Bay should match the Tier 7 statistics, but in fact, it does not. In fact, it does not. You actually get not only cargo enhancements, but also, but also protected cargo enhancements anytime you tier or upgrade that particular component. Now, you want to see uh, something that's really interesting there? You go from tier six naked, 
1.4 million capacity, to 1.5 when you upgrade the component, then to 1.7 when you tier the ship, then to 1.8 when you upgrade the component, and it continues. There's two ways to upgrade both your cargo and your protected. And those base values are the ones that are impacted by your officers. So if you've got a tier 6 Antares, but you've got the Mark 7 cargo bay, then your officers are going to impact the 19,070 number. All right? So in a Botany Bay, I don't know that speed is all that much more important. I don't know in a Devore that speed is all that much more important. Those are particular scenarios where if the ship is mining that daggone fast, I want to reduce the number of warps back and forth I'm going to have to take. And to do that, I need to carry more safely, more protected cargo. Yes, I'm going to miss the fireworks show. It appears. That is what I wanted to share with you tonight. Protected cargo, how to increase it. This is something you're going to want to recall down the road. Okay? Protected cargo... And, and guys, listen, let, let's go back. Somebody asked about the North Star. Let's look at the North Star. The North Star is a perfect... TJ, real quick, I just want to add. Yeah. Like what I, you know, like you were talking about the Botany Bay. What I find that I like to do with the Botany Bay is I'll run two, where I'll put the Tribble on one and then Joaquim on the other. And then they mine almost about the same. So, you know, you send it out, and I can clear out a 60K node, um, you know, it's about the same. It's about like, it's like within one minute apart. That's right. And then you can, it makes it easier. So it's it's a way to like kind of keep them balanced. I like to use it like that. There you go. You kind of get them. You kind of get them balanced there. I just posted the mining formula for the North Star. Compare that one, folks. Woo wait. That one is rough. That one's rough. Why is it so rough? Well, there's two reasons. One. One, it's rough because the formula is completely different. Okay, and B, because the ship's ability variable, the ship's ability is uh, its, its own calculation. Okay, the ship's ability is its own calculation. It's a, it's a formula to generate its own number, and it does not display in the game. Further, it's actually even worse because it uses base officer stats and not officer stats as a result of research and the academy. It uses the actual base of the officer card itself. Now, some people are saying that the North Star, the North Star is the best speed miner in the galaxy. Gregor, uh, true or false, the North Star is the best speed miner in the galaxy. Dude, I, I haven't used North Star in so long. I'm going to say yes. Oh, no. But I don't know. No, 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 no. North Star is, uh, that is false. <laughs> Fake news. All right, not even close. And it, by the way, it does do really good. Okay. Uh, Aries says not even close. And Pew Pew says it's the best G3 miner. That is also false. Okay. The uh, North Star is the fastest miner until about tier six on your faction miner, okay? Now, DJ says Pew Pew is right. It's the fastest G3 miner. Again, incorrect, okay? Not true. We've done, a, you can, now that you've got the, the formula, you can figure it out. Oh, now, DJ, come on. D 
DJ27 says, you're wrong, DJ. It's got a fake timer. I know. I've been doing this a very long time. All right. Uh, is it the fastest miner in the 20s? Ab- absolutely. Savannah's got that right. Okay. But no, it's not. I know the timer's broken. You want to know why the timer's broken? The timer's broken because the game is incapable of generating a formula from a formula. All right. And that's why the North Star is fundamentally a stupid ship. All right. It's great. It's great. Man, it is a, it's a warship for young 20s level players. And it's a speed miner for young 20s level players. All right. But mechanically speaking, Scopely hates this ship <laughs> because it has never to this day been able to function properly within the game. Okay. And, and when I say that, Okay. When I say that, what I mean is, is that the ship, the game is incapable, is incapable, given its current mechanical architecture, is incapable of calculating a formula based on another field that is calculated by a formula based on another field that's calculated by a formula. <laughs> DJ Gurr says, you mean they've never bothered to implement it? No, that's not what I'm saying at all. It actually does work. The healthy, minus, uh, the healthy mining bonus, Cheapo's got it, thank you. The healthy mining bonus is not displayed in the timer, okay? Server side totally works, okay? It does, in fact, work. But the client does not display the healthy mining bonus. Pew says it works, but the timers aren't calculated. That's exactly correct, exactly correct. But if you use this formula, Pew, and you actually math it out based on base mining or base stats of your officers, you will find, and if I'm not mistaken, the North Star will cap out at approximately 26 to 27,000 uh, per hour. That's where it caps. Okay. Uh, sorry, on a normal base node. Commander Taylor says it can go 75 to 90K in territory capture. Uh, I can see 75. I don't know about 90. Of course, I guess if you have Makala, it could do that. And then, of course, there's been new research, so that can help too. Yeah, I can see that. I can believe that, Taylor, 75 to 90. But if your North Star is doing 75 to 90, then a Tier 6 or higher faction ship will be doing the same thing. Okay? Now, the North Star is a perfect example of a ship that probably doesn't need uh, officers. Well for speed i mean it could but it arguably also needs protected cargo or cargo expansion i don't know golly the, the whole thing is whole thing is active mining that was the original active miner was the north star okay botany bay came along later but you can see that these formulas are all different all right and why we wanted to do the segment today so that we could teach you about what ships are maybe more important for speed versus what ships, based on their mathematical formula, where does speed actually have the biggest impact? Okay, take a look at the Devor, where research is a multiplier for the entire ship. Okay, uh, inc- research and the officer bonus. The ship ability means very little, along with the mining laser. It's very little, but the, but the Tribble, before the research came out, look, the Tribble multiplied the entire ship. The effect of the Tribble literally doubled the speed of the ship. And then research came in and multiplied it by 80. 
That's why the DeVore got stupid. That's why it was a mistake. It wasn't supposed to go there. Supposed to be additive. All right. There you go. That is protected cargo at a glance. We'll answer more questions, maybe and do a video about it. I'm going to take our last break so that I can... Oh, my God, look at the time. My wife's going to kill me. Going to take our last break. We'll reveal hints, and I'm going to bolt. My name is Ultimate DJs. This is Talking Trek Live, Star Trek Fleet Command's official podcast. Back in a sec. This program is made possible in part by a grant from Crack in the Box. Enjoy the special ingredients in our fast food, and you'll just have to come back for more again and again and again. It's the reality show that's quietly taking over. Joe Biden stars in The Press Whisperer. I wrote the bill on the environment. A crazy old man has lost his marbles, and he's spending all kinds of cash in Washington. I got them one point. Can his handlers train him to act normal? They're going to be getting checks in the mail that are consequential. Or will it take even more money? Pay them more. The Press Whisperer, a show so good it turns people on. The overwhelming consensus is going to pop up a little bit and then go back down. Watch off. Then and now. Celebrating the 4th of July then. All right, let's light this grill, drink these beers, and shoot us off some fireworks. Let's do it. Celebrating the 4th of July now. Can you get a picture of me lighting the grill? I want to post this. Way ahead of you, buddy. Oh my gosh, these beers remind me of my friend Wally. You start drinking, I'm going to send him a meme. Yeah, sure thing, you got it. Look at all these fireworks pictures on Instagram. We can get so many likes if we post ours. Yeah, but we don't have any fireworks. I mean, you took so many selfies outside the store, they were closed by the time we went in. Oh well, guess I'll repost someone else's firework shots then. Just my children and my wife I thank my lucky stars To be living here today Cause the flag still stands for freedom And they can't take that away And I'm proud to be an American Where at least I know I'm free And I won't forget the men who died, who gave that right to me, and I gladly stand up next to you and defend her still today, cause there ain't no doubt I love this land, God bless the USA. Good evening, welcome in to players in the United States and this fine US of A and the entire world abroad, good evening to you. And uh, would like to invite you into our celebration. I know a lot of players have said, well, you know, this is an American holiday. Well, here uh, on this show, we are celebrating as we are based in the States. And we just simply invite you to celebrate with us. There's, Listen, there is no rule. There's no rule, Gregor, that somebody in, in Australia, right, Scaly Back? There's no rule that says that you can't crack a beer for me tonight, right? Star Trek fleet commanders all across the world, pop a beer and let's light some fireworks, huh? That I'm proud to be an American, where at least I know I'm free. That's right. Uh, yes, the English too. Listen. Right to me and I 
<laughs> Wegg says it's 2.30. I'm in bed. Well, you can pop a beer tomorrow. We ain't we ain't choosy. We'll, listen, I'll drink beer with anybody. All right, we'll celebrate anywhere in the world, and I'll celebrate with you. If I'm invited to celebrate with you, I'll come celebrate with you, all right? Uh, that's uh, that's what we'll that's what we do here at Talking Trek. We we'll we'll recognize anybody's holiday if it gets me extra time off work. I'll I'll celebrate with anybody. All right, <laughs> absolutely, guys. A couple of last minute things to do here tonight. We've got uh, hints to provide to you. We've also got battle pass draws uh, to win tonight. Five people will win a free battle pass unlock for the uh, TNG Arc Three battle pass that's coming up whenever it comes up <laughs> but first ladies and gentlemen let's get to our hints Bubba Joe says I really wish we had time to loop in the discussion of how bad G4 miners are into today's discussion Bubba Joe here's the thing the G4 miners have no benefits they use the same mining formula the only benefits that they have are in their base stats of the following three categories they have a benefit in the speed of their mining laser, depending on tier. They have a benefit in the base statistics of their cargo and protected. And then they've got warp range. That is it. The G4 miners in their current form are not wildly beneficial or superior ships to the G3 factions, especially when you consider the cost. So... Yeah, the G4 miners do get good at really, really high tiers, but that's also really expensive. Gregor, how much money did you tell me? And you don't have to answer this if you don't want. You told me at one time you spent an obscene amount of money getting your faction miner to, like, what, tier 10 or tier 11? It was something crazy. Oh, do I not still have you? Let me check my volume. Yo, G! Oh, he left. He's not even... Yeah, he left. Oh, well, Big, you've, got, you've probably got a big faction miner, too, don't you? No, mine is, uh, it's only tier, I think it's tier six, but that's all through grinding. Grinding it out. At tier six, yeah. though, that's when I've heard that it actually starts to get a little better. Is that correct? Yeah. Yeah. Like, it's now it's outperforms the G3 miner, but, I mean, like, if you were going to buy packs to get it, it'd probably be at least uh, 20 packs, at least. Yeah. Yeah. So, that's. <laughs> There you go. You know, and then it still costs, you know, 40 times more to repair. So that's yeah. why, I, you know, like I said, even from the beginning, when they first came out, if you remember, I was like, I would skip the miner. You know, me yeah. and Gregor had that discussion. But no, nah, I'm not a fan of the G4 miners. Yep. And maybe, maybe the G4 miners get some love in the future. And it wouldn't be hard. It really wouldn't be hard. All you have to do is modify the base statistics, which is what they did on the repairs not long ago. Well, when was that? When they did the big G4 repair change, they just changed the base values. If you go in and you change the base values of the ships at all levels and all tiers, you can actually fix those things pretty daggone easy. But it's just got to be something that's going to take a bunch of time to balance out and, and you know, math it all out. And maybe we can get Scopely to do that at some point. Like yesterday, I spent a ton of time mathing a bunch of things out to do this show for you. Uh, and so uh, that's why... That's why uh, I did I did all this like I did today. As a matter of fact, I do have a hint. I know we just let the bed run out. All right, here, let me give you your hints first. Then we'll draw for the Battle Pass winners. Then I'm just going to draw a winner for tonight. I'm not going to play a game, but I will draw a winner tonight, and then I'm going to bounce, okay? Uh, here we go. Your hints for today. And, yes, uh, nobody actually called me out on this, Big. I said hints, plural. <laughs> 
more than one. But nobody caught it, so maybe I'll just read one. Maybe I'll just go with the one. It don't matter. <laughs> Bubba says, nope, we caught it now. Gobble says, I heard it too. We want two hints. All right, I got two. Oh, my. All right, I, I do have two hints. The first one, you're not going to like. All right, the first, I'm, I'm going to turn this off. I'm tired of listening to it. The first one, you're not going to like. All right, but I'm going to give it to you anyway. <laughs> you're not going to like this one, but you're going to take it, okay? Uh, here you go. Yeah, you're not going to. No, that's Joker. That's hilarious, though. He said, that's the hint. You're not going to like it. Uh, <laughs> that's really funny. I like it. Uh, okay, here we go. Hint uh, number two from the Talking Trek team. Here we go. Hint number two. Uh, ah, okay, here we go. Hint number two. And like I said, you're not going to like this one because it doesn't tell you anything. Captain, bridge crew, under decks, and away team's assignments all require officers to play. Coming soon to your list of candidates, a bearded commander or not, place your bets. Captain, bridge, under deck, and ATA all require officers to play. Coming soon to your list of candidates, a bearded commander or not, place your bets. Now, here's what's interesting to me. I can't really comment on this, okay? You guys are all going on about Riker, all right? Except there's not, he's not the only bearded commander in the game. Lost and Found has it right. Shintari says, Worf has actually been leaked. Beta Biomed says, I'm betting on Worf, okay? Uh, <laughs> Blue, Mandal Blue Mandalorian says, transporter accident, we're going with Rykorf. Uh, Vankman says, we all know Riker's coming next arc. How do we know that? How do you know that? I don't know that. And besides, no, listen, that screenshot that you just threw up there, Stevens Aaron, that is, uh, that is like baby Riker. That's baby face Riker. All right, Venkman says it's a bad hint. I told you you weren't going to like it. You guys asked for it anyway. I mean, seriously. I told you it's not a good hint. <laughs> All right. Oh, has Rev told you that Worf is coming? Okay. Look, see, even LeVar Burton has a little bit of a beard. There was an episode where Data had a beard, too. There might even be an episode somewhere where Beverly Crusher has a beard. But, you know, I mean, she's already out. <laughs> so, yeah, I know, I know, I told you, it's not a good hint. All right, I'll read it again. Captain, bridge crew, under deck, and ATA. All require officers to play coming uh, soon to your list of candidates. A bearded commander or not, place your bets. That is uh, your first hint. Now, I do have one more that I think is better, okay? I do have one more that I think is better. Uh, El Chipo said the mission said Worf. Okay, you, like I said, I can't comment, all right, because now I know what's coming, so I can't say one way or another. Anything I say is just going to be twisted all around, so y'all do your thing. Um, you can speculate all you want, but, and besides, the hint even said, uh, the hint even said a bearded commander or not. Like, it's not even a guarantee. It could be somebody that doesn't have a beard at all. Maybe. I don't know. All right. Um, yeah, Fankman, be nice. <laughs> <laughs> he says the rest of the TNG crew is coming. No shit, Sherlock. That's actually really funny. I agree with that. Uh, obviously, they're coming. But when are they coming? We don't know. All right, but I do have a better hint for you, all right? I actually enjoyed writing this one. Here's my last hint for you here, okay? Uh, last hint here for you for the night, and then we're going to draw our Battle Pass winners. In STFC, many things we do have. Currencies and thingies galore. But I may recommend building a stash of this one because more than TC Research 
this item will soon be used for. Oh, boy. In STFC, many things do we have. Currencies and thingies galore. But I may recommend building a stash of this one, because more than TC Research, this item will soon be used for. All right. Oh, you guys are liking that hint a little bit better. Thank you, JD. I appreciate it. Um, yes. <sighs> there you go. NSTFC, I'm going to read it one last time, then we're going to draw our winners. NSTFC, many things we do have, currencies and thingies galore. But I may recommend building a stash of this one, because more than TC Research, this item will soon be used for. All right, Stony Dude says, a good hint. Subcommander even says, better than the normal crapola. God, are my hints normally crapola? Damn. <laughs> God, you guys are not pulling your punches tonight. All right, let's draw a winner. Goodness. <laughs> Golly. Y'all, y'all, y'all punching tonight. Punching hard. All right, let's find ourselves five winners. Uh, we've got winners to make. You've got 10 seconds to get down into the spam it room where there I will draw for 10, uh, sorry, five winners of the battle pass unlocked for the next arc. Get in there, type anything, post a meme, uh, an emoji, anything. Type anything, and if you haven't registered already, the bot is going to catch you. Look at how many people were not registered. Oh, my God. Look, it's registered. it registered eight people in the last 10 seconds. How are you guys not in here posting? Goodness gracious. All right, get in here, get registered. Here we go. We're going to do it. Spam it. Pick. And our first winner. J2B3, congratulations, Sanzo. Oh, no, Sanzo can't win. <laughs> oh, Sanzo just won. I am so sorry, Sanzo. That is terrible luck. You're not allowed to win. I got to draw somebody else. Uh, let's see. Dunzel the Magnificent, congratulations. How about Kiyotaka, Kiyotaka Ayankoji? Congratulations to you. How many is that? Is that three? Because Sanzo can't win. Uh, three. Okay, number four. Uh, NX Triblets. Congratulations. And our last one, number five. Number five is going to be DJ Diego. Congratulations to our winners. Congratulations. Oh, look, NX Triblets is here right now. Congratulations to you. You are the winner of a $20 Battle Pass Unlock Pack that we will be crediting to you in the next few days. For the new arc, you get the free Battle Pass and you get the paid Battle Pass for free. Congratulations to you guys. Very, very good. But hey, listen, you still have one more chance to win, folks. I am not resetting the bot. Nope, in 72 hours, we'll be doing another drawing for 500 G3 or G4 Uncommon Materials. That's coming up on Wednesday, July 7th during our show. So I am not resetting the bot. You guys can stay registered. And coming up in 72 hours, we are going to be giving away another 500 materials as a prize. Congratulations to those winners. Big Country, I believe we're about wrapped up. I have got to go. Well, how long have we been on? This is going to be a really short show. I don't think I made the hour, though. I didn't make the hour. BK still wins. <laughs> BK still would have won. Uh, enjoy the fireworks. No, actually, I just got a very angry text from my wife. They've already started. So I'm going to have to go. You know what? I should probably go do something different uh, and have, like, you know, like some flowers or a bottle of wine or something waiting on her when she gets home. It's 
bad. Uh, oh, that's right. Okay, here we'll do we'll do the winner up here. Happy Fourth, Stony Dude. Thank you. Diamonds? No, I'm not buying diamonds. Uh, yeah, we're not going to play a game, but I will do a random pick up here. Contest and pick, uh, ladies and gentlemen. Congratulations to Frosty. Frosty, you're the winner. You're the winner of something tonight. We'll play in PM, all right? You can choose your chest. I'll hook you up with a prize in private message. Just send us a message. Yeah, Frosty. I'm going to go get a Frosty beer. Yes. Uh, thank you. Is Frosty a, a level 50, bro? Well, congratulations to you. Thank you, guys. Hey, thanks for being here. Big Country, thank you, Gregor. Thank you for contributing tonight. Thank you, Truck and Chick, for all of our graphic materials that I know you're working on. Thank you, Stevens Aaron, Snake Eyes, and Wicked Witch for being on our Talking Trek team. I want to thank you guys so very, very much. Thank you for our graphics guy, Captain Mark. You're the best. Thank you guys so much. You guys go join our uh, website. It's TalkingTrekSTFC.online. By the way, by the way, you guys, how are we doing on the YouTube thing? I didn't even bother to look. Here, let me look real quick. How are we doing on our YouTube campaign? Are you guys pushing? Are you pushing? Because, by the way, I'm working on a giveaway. I'm working on a giveaway. If I can get the 5,000 subs, then I want to do a winner. I want to do a giveaway to, like, 50 players. I'm still working on getting it approved. They might cut me back a little bit. But either way, I'm going to do a big giveaway. I might do, if I get the 5,000 subs, what I want to do is give away 5,000 materials. And what I'm thinking is like 10 winners of 500 materials each. That's what I think I'd like to do. All right. But we haven't made a lot of progress. As a matter of fact, we only picked up like 10 subs since the weekend so, or since our last show. So we got a lot of work to do, guys. We are standing right now at 3,993 subs. I need to get to 5,000 subs. When we do it, I give away 5,000 materials. Okay. That's how we're going to do it. 5,000 materials for 5,000 subs. Get us there. You can find the link on our website, TalkingTrekSTFC.online. Since my microphone died and I lost all my time in the bed, I'm just simply going to say to my gold patrons tonight, thank you so very, very much from the bottom of my heart. Thank you to our gold patrons. Their names are highlighted in gold and they're red at the end of almost every single episode. These guys contribute $5 or more each and every month to the financial support and success of Talking Trek. Thank you guys so very much. My name is Ultimate DJs, uh, or rather, I'm his variant, encouraging you to log on to Disney Plus and go watch some Loki. It's a great show. We'll catch you on the next one. Love you, man. Happy 4th of July, everybody. See you later. Bye-bye. <laughs>